You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hello and welcome to the Retro Detroit Nerdfires podcast. My name is Ian the Well-Informed, and I'm here with Phil the Phil Badger. Leave a message and I'll call you back. And what? I thought you didn't give a shit. (laughs) 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 Thank you. (laughs) Got to keep you on your toes here. Yeah. All right. (laughs) That's what happens sometimes when you walk walk into cobwebs here. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that's uh, cobwebs. Um, we should get to a different story <laughs> other than that. Well, welcome, welcome back to to webs later. We'll talk. We'll talk about the web a little bit later. Um, what I wanted to start talking about was um, there's a new subscription button for YouTube. Oh, you mean the ones that uh, videos implore me to hit just about every every video I watch implore me to hit the subscribe button? Yeah. You hit the subscribe button and then you hit the notification bell. Right. And then you go into settings. <laughs> Even though I see all the new videos in my subscription feed. Yeah. And then you click... And then you the click bell. like. You click like. You also leave a comment. Leave a comment. <laughs> and now you're clicking the join button. Oh, which, how how is that different? How is that different? It's a lot like um it's a lot like Patreon, how you uh pay for a subscription, basically. Oh, okay. So you get your emojis and special premium things and can give um lots and lots of feedback <laughs> oh okay yeah as a so if i don't hit join the channel i can just i have to, i can still leave a comment but i can't use the letter r or something like that i think you can still use the letter r and you can use r and r as well <laughs> but uh, i it's a fairly good feature like on the surface I would say it's um, one of the smarter things YouTube has done, given the um, adpocalypse, right. and it gives the streamer and they're, somewhat, and they're somewhat opaque algorithm. Um, opaque is not the right word, but, but no, it gives the streamer a like a balanced income. It mm. makes it sure that they. After advertisements that they can sustain themselves, and it's another uh, re- uh, revenue generating. Right. Oh, that's right. Because YouTube, I think about a year ago, disallowed links to uh, outgoing links to uh, Patreon and other services like that. So, yeah, you have to. <laughs> you'd have to go onto Twitter, post that Patreon on mm-hmm. there, and. Use it from there, but now that they have this join button, that kind of helps the YouTuber to mm-hmm. a level, <laughs> right? So, 
I'll have yeah. to wait and see how that uh, plays out. I've not seen that on any of the channels that I follow. So, hey, have you? Um, I thought you. Um, do you watch Dashy? No, you don't watch Dashy. No, uh, what is Dashy? Dashy is um, a channel that every Saturday after we. Um, um, air this podcast he's the guy who plays super mario maker levels he's the one who um you uh tweet to him i mean you know you post the super mario maker level tweet it to him he plays it and then he rages the f out (laughs) 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 but but yeah, um, a lot of the like more popular YouTubers like him or others now have this join button. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm happy that YouTube is actually not trying to totally screw their customers <laughs> on like but the last few months. This is like the first move in a while that doesn't sound designed to screw their uh, screw their community over. So that's 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 got to be a good thing. Yeah, I like. I do we know of any other places where are companies that are trying to um, screw over their um, target demographic? This podcast is not long enough to go through the list. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought we. I, I thought we were in rather than, and rather than leave somebody out. I. I Phil, I thought we were in agreeance. <laughs> and I I know your name and everything, but I thought we were in agreeance that um EA is um <laughs> trying to um is getting sued by uh the Belgian government. Oh that's right, yes, because uh they're they're trying to be the honey badger of loot boxes. They're is <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah the the country of Belgium um specifically in the European Union is you know moving towards you know just outright banning of uh, loot boxes. And uh, EA's response to this is basically to be the honey badger and say well, we're gonna put loot boxes in anyway. Yeah, come at me, bro. Yes, <laughs> they are. <laughs> Totally, um, they're going in and actively trying to screw over their customers and then asking their loyal fans to try and lift that ban. (laughs) And all I have to say to that, to EA and 2K on that front, is let us know how that works out for you. (laughs) But then after Belgian government... Finland is now searching to see if they're loot boxes. And I think Germany is getting involved in that too. Um, yeah, I think. Um, I think. The, I, think the, I think Washington State's still looking into it. Um, Germany and like fourteen other countries are mm-hmm. now looking, but <laughs> until like the U.S. of A. or China or one of those places, um, um starts investigating if they're loot boxes it's going to be um, yeah nothing's really going to happen on that front unless you know the 
you know, the, it would be the federal government in the U.S. that investigates it, and that's not going to happen anytime soon. Uh, yeah, there's – I'd like to say that um, – am I right when I say that there are just a little few many things that federal government has their hands on right now? Uh, they're a little preoccupied right now, let's just say. And we're not a political podcast, so we're not going to go into that. We're not going to get into that. We're not going there. We're not going there. I mean... (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, Please. (laughs) Yeah. We're not going political, but yeah. That's unfortunate to hear about um, EA and 2K Games not getting what they want. And it just I, means that their executives have to sleep on a smaller pile of money than they're used to. So I think uh, they'll be fine. I mean, there's always methods to make money. They just, um, up until the last, I'd say, couple of years, they um, haven't. Uh, they may have to play by the rules that are I, the method method I'd like to see EA try is to kind of get their costs under control and not you know not everything they do needs to be a triple A spectacle with cutting yeah. edge everything you know which drives up production costs keep your production costs reasonable and you know make a game people want to buy and I think they'll do just fine. I mean, like, um, I like Nintendo <laughs> to exactly. a level, uh-huh. and we're going to bash on them soon enough, but I like Nintendo a lot because their system is based on um, how many, like, loyal customers, how can we stay true to our loyal customers, mm-hmm. and yep. they, for the most part, stay true to that. They do, yes, they do give credit for that. They, I don't agree with all their decisions, and I know you don't either. Um, but I think they do a better job of giving you know customers, you know, making products that their customers want to buy. Yeah, and and you try and get more people to. They build their fan base very smart. I mm-hmm. mean, um, and most people who play Nintendo know that and love them for mm-hmm. it. Exactly. But I have this thing on my list that's talking about the Nintendo subscription. Okay. (laughs) Do you think what I'm about to say is um, a good thing or a bad thing? I I have a feeling you're going to bash them a little bit because you kind of of led with that a little bit ago. Yes. Um, With the Nintendo subscription, for people who don't know what it is, is you pay – um, maybe twenty dollars a year. There are certain tiers to it, but what you can do now—the most controversial part of the Nintendo subscription—is that you can now save for certain games, like a lot of their mainstay games. You uh, save them to the cloud, basically. Yeah, and and the benefit of this is if you if you want to move them to another system, the putting your saves into the cloud facilitates that. Yeah, so that's a 
that is a um, a fairly smart move for Nintendo, but that's not. But um, Nintendo had to go and be all Nintendo about it. Nintendo needed to be Nintendo and decided that like uh, half a dozen games still can't be saved under the Nintendo subscription. <laughs> Do so. you need to like go up to the higher tier or just can't save them to the cloud at all? Can't save them to the cloud at all. And um, one of them is uh, Pokemon. <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> so, so Nintendo is saying, "Hey, person Skippy, you can't. Uh, you have to leave your Nintendo Switch on at all times, so that you will never lose progress, no matter <laughs> what." So, how's that supposed to work? It really doesn't. It's like so you can't ever turn your Switch off. Yep, that's basically or, what they're or saying. Is basic, or does that just mean that that save data is locked to that that particular piece of hardware? Nope. If you turn off your Switch, then all of the progress you made on the Pokemon game will be gone. Well, then that sounds like I won't be buying the Pokemon game. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, and that's too bad because they're probably taking about um 10% of their client base and saying no we um their excuse to this is that they don't want people to cheat on there but cheaters always find a way cheaters always find a way it's like if i we keep every episode from probably august no from July have always talked about the Streisand effect. If if you try and keep something away from somebody, chances are they're going to find a way and they're going to um, 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 spread it around. It's, this, is, this is not a good thing. No, the it's Nintendo not. Was, Nintendo, Nintendo clearly does not I – mean, most most big companies don't understand the Streisand effect, even though it's been with us since 1996. <laughs> In 1996. Um, yeah. Um, but what I don't get about the Streisand effect, like we talked earlier about um, um, Ninja, and I mean like not like – Everybody was kung fu fighting. We were talking about a Twitch demon named uh, named Ninja. And this was the guy who wouldn't stream with the ladies. Is that right? He wouldn't stream with the ladies. Oh, okay. Um, I'm kind of at a loss with this uh, uh, tidbit of news. He um, uh, Ninja ended up um, getting onto ESPN magazine. <laughs> Wasn't this was it the swimsuit edition? It yes. Yes it was. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh um it no, it's 
I want to say it's the Team Fortress Two edition, but um, for it's, every, it's the Fortnite edition, right? It's the Fortnite edition. It's the edition where I will take. Uh, I'll go on the Google and wait two weeks for it to die down. Right, exactly. Edition. <laughs> okay, got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um. So. With that story, what do you um why is he amassing so much more of a uh following than um anyone else? <laughs> Having never watched his stream, all I can do is wildly speculate in that he 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 must have a funny dog that dances behind him in the in the streams, and that's really what people are tuning in for uh-huh. I don't understand the reference. <laughs> there is no reference unless you've seen uh, funny dog videos on the, on YouTube. Oh, okay, I see. Um, <laughs> I gotcha. Kind of like, um, uh, unlike, um, what's it called? Count Dankula. Right. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that, but I get it now. But uh, funny. But funny, yes. And not horrifying. <laughs> and not horrifying, yes. <laughs> Um, but no, speaking of, um, not horrifying, you, um, had a, you wanted to talk about our, uh, friendly neighborhood podcasting. That's right. That's (laughs) right. Um, from what I'm hearing, the, uh, um, to go back, to kind of link it back to our topic earlier of companies that make products that people want to buy. Um, the new Spider-Man games been breaking all kinds of sales records. Clearly, uh, Sony and Insomniac have made something that people feel is really special. And this kind of looks like it might be the gold standard that future games of this variety are judged by. And hopefully one metric that's not – that we don't use going forward is how many failed marriage proposals wind up in the game. <laughs> <laughs> have, you heard, have you heard the story? Oh, uh, it sounds vaguely familiar. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I forget the guy's name, but uh, he reached out to Insomniac over Twitter, um, and uh, asked if he could uh, if they could put a marriage proposal to his girlfriend into the, into the game. Oh, I remember out. that. <laughs> and then fast forward a couple months later to about August, they broke up. Yeah. <laughs> and then September rolls around, the marriage proposals in the game, and <laughs> becomes the saddest Easter egg ever. Sad. <laughs> oh, I heard about that uh, and completely forgot about that. <laughs> yes, Insomniac did did re, did offer to uh, patch out the marriage proposal, and I. I've heard two different versions of what what he responded. One um, was to leave it in there or two was to – or the other option he was considering um, was to change – was to change it to a tribute to his grandmother. Um, I I don't think I've been able to find out how the story ended but it's still still a sad story. Yeah, I heard about that, and I forgot to put that on my list. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I would assume her name is Black Widow, but 
Yeah, she's with the Avengers, though. She's she is with the Avengers, mm-hmm. but, but don't have me. Wa- hey, I have not watched Infinity War yet. I don't oh, know who's not, died. I, <laughs> well, I'm still not going to spoil it. All right, Thanos demands no spoilers. Yes, Thanos demands no spoilers. Thanos has my silence. Thanos. <laughs> what about um, Bane? What about Bane? Um, <laughs> I forget his <laughs> tagline from um, the last movie he was no. in. But hey, he's like, you can die now or something. <laughs> but, you have my permission to die. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> yes. You. Um, I don't. I have not watched that movie since we saw it. In the, since my wife and I saw it in the theater. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hopefully none of these people are named Martha, but <laughs> but no, tell me a little bit about the new Spider-Man game. It lives up to the hype. It lives up to the hype. Mm-hmm. Um, the game says I'm like 25% of the way through with it. I'm hoping it's a little, I'm hoping it's uh not quite as much because I'm really having a good time with it. Swinging around and finding all the collectibles and doing the stories and the side stories and just, you know, unraveling, you know, the background of Peter Parker and, you know, just what kind of world has, has, uh, Insomniac and whipped up here. I mean, just hopefully he, um, he worked with the cops, right? He does. Yes. He does. He does. <laughs> if you if you heard that story. Oh, oh yes. I, uh, oh yes. Some uh, some Kotaku editor um, had an issue with the uh, Spider-Man game because of his uh, friendly relationship with the cops. Um, you know, instead of taking an opportunity to comment on uh, on real life police interactions, which. Um, I, I, I didn't know what to make of that and except to decide it was utter nonsense because that's not who Spider-Man is. Uh, Spider-Man, I mean, for people who have played the, uh, who have played the game or not, um, there are some cops that Spider-Man isn't a friend with and some cops that both well, most cops in the, in the Spider-Man universe adore, like him, and yeah. and and uh, I appreciate that he's there. Yeah, and that's a good thing. It's mm-hmm. not so friendly <laughs> in the state of New York, but uh-huh. I do have a little bit of a um um with who made the game Insomniac and who yes. else Insomniac. Uh- Made it and Sony published it. And Sony published it. Sony wasn't being bad. Sony, <laughs> no. no. Sony, you know, at least for their for their games lately, has been continuously knocking them out of the park lately. Nice. So, I mean, after their sales figures, they should um, they should have played the song "No Sleep Till Brooklyn," mm-hmm. but <laughs> just because Insomniac and Right. Just those um just those songs <laughs> um for some odd reason. But mm-hmm. speaking of um what's it um 
um, being friendly and being kind to others. Um, have you, um, Phil, ever heard of a uh, company um, or a school called Rising Stars Academy? No, I haven't. Oh. Um, I'm surprised how few people know about it and how much of an impact they try to make. Um, Rising Stars Academy, um, when I was introduced to it, a person said to me that it's a school for children, basically. And when I got there, I was... um, I was set up. We were set up to make these um, big hoop houses or greenhouses, mm-hmm. and um, um, what they didn't tell me was that, like, you see these children that are um, have like um, like a physical or a cognitive disability. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so I was like. I should, because this podcast is a lot like a disability awareness channel talking about video games and trying to um, have a positive motivation to it. Mm-hmm. I later ask, how old are these children? They tell me that they're from um, um, anywhere between 18 to 26. And when you... I mean, so, like, when you're looking uh, on the outside looking in, they seem like children, but they're not. They're um, adults that are trying to um, um, they're um, trying getting, to be the best, their best selves. They're trying to be their best selves, and this place tries to help them with job placement. Mm-hmm. So, it's um, and their method is um, <laughs> Rising Stars Academy. They have a very good method to helping them, mm-hmm. and I um, and I don't know. I um, I want to go out and help them a lot more. I want to um, um, uh, Spain um. I want to uh, go into a school and put a loot box in there so that they can get as much money as possible (laughs) because that's where you need to put loot boxes. Mm -hmm. You need to put them in these schools for um, uh, for quote-unquote youth. Mm -hmm. uh, um, uh, What do you think? Like – from my inflection, what do you think of this place? <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it's it. They do they do some wonderful work. Um, I'm not familiar with with them. I'd never heard of them, so I'm going by just what you said. And it sounds like they're providing a needed service um, for for individuals who do need it. And um, the more the more everybody can be a productive member of society, I think the better off we all are. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, like with federal government, and no, I'm, um, I'm not getting political not here. Not getting political here. Not getting Still political. Still not a political podcast. I mean, federal government does do a good job of um, making sure that um, 
people who are disadvantaged will help out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Are you right, Phil? Right. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, it's kind of... Um, it's kind of humbling from somebody who's on the inside looking out, but yeah. Um, what else? Um, so last week um, we did not have an episode. Um, I write about that. Yeah, we we only go every other week, so yeah, so we go every um we go every couple weeks but last week i was a podcast um i forget what it was called um <laughs> what um what was it called phil i have no idea hey, give me some advice <laughs> i mean we both use the internet so <laughs> we do you both use the internet um what would google know What would Google know? What does does Google know? Let me Google that for you. Yes. What would Google know? What would Alexa know? What what would Bing do? What would Bing do? Are we (laughs) – we're talking about the site, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. All right. Yeah. I I went on – I found this – What is Apple hiding? I found this random stranger. His name is – Caston Thomas. Okay. He, mm-hmm. He's a radio producer slash host for a, a podcast or um, what's it called? Radio show called The Internet Advisor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and for, for those of you who, who don't know, um, a radio show is like a podcast that you can only play live if you <laughs> tune into a particular station. Yes. On your radio. Yes. A radio station is a show that goes from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, podcasting, like on SoundCloud and stuff like that, and like when you first listen to the show, our music is um, uh, set to um, a person who goes by Looter, L-O-E-D-E-R. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, you can pause, you can rewind, you can, oh, sorry, um, flip it and reverse it, but, or even play it over music. Oh, or, so. yes, that, but you can't do any of this with a radio show, can you? No, you just have to have it be clean cut and go all the way through. Anyway, um, you were on the Internet Advisor. Yeah, and we had talked about like what we talk about now, like um, um, a we had talked about a topic for um, there are these uh, batteries that were lithium that were getting dumped in the trash, and then they um, they got sent to the dump, and they would uh, catch on fire. Oh. That's no good. It isn't any good. That sounds pretty bad, actually. It's it's really, really bad. Uh-huh. Surprised um, not many people knew about it, but one of the jokes, um, and I have to give credit to Caston, uh, is that they had um, found in <laughs> they had found in the um, 
anal cavity of a goose. <laughs> of a goose? How to not make um, those lithium batteries explode. <laughs> so, yes. So, Caston, of course, said um, um, this certain country had the goose that gla- um, the goose that laid the golden egg. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, we talked about that, and we talked about how this show um, tries to bring in people who have uh, disabilities, like people with autism, um, and also deaf. We um, should be having more um, people come in that have um, other disabilities. Mm -hmm. I can't say who or what, (laughs) but... We should be having some more soon. But, um, okay. Well, that's good. It's always good to hear, hear different stories and different takes on things. So, Yeah. Um, so did you hear that Katamari Damacy is being um, brought to the Switch? Hold on. No. The, the theme music for Katamari Damacy is playing in my head right now, and I can't. <laughs> can't concentrate on anything else right now <laughs> but As, yes i did hear that yay <laughs> um i had to have heard that six times <laughs> along with and this is gonna um um the game that's gonna bring me to buying a switch now uh-huh. after everything with the house is um final fantasy 7 is coming <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> and then after that, you can go through 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, and 10, 2. Not 11, because that's online. I'd rather play 8, 10, and 13. Those mm. those are the ones that I've heard great things about. <laughs> um, no, not 13, 12. Sorry. 12, yes. 12. Nobody liked 13. 13 got broken into two games and... Um, uh, DLC that had the ending for the game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, um, that's a that's an unlucky number. That's um, that was very unlucky for Square. It was a yes because thirteen is a prime number, not a <laughs> square. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but but uh, yeah, somehow I think. I've 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 read that announcement like three or four times, and I don't see Final Fantasy VIII as part of that. Did you notice that? Do you want me to say <laughs> more number jokes? <laughs> <laughs> um, the only other eight game that I've played is um, Mario Kart, <laughs> oh, okay. and that mm-hmm. one. And it's funny how they title it. It's uh-huh. called uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Edition because right. you're going in um, a figure eight. <laughs> right. Yes. Uh-huh. But smart marketing. Mm-hmm. But um, let's see. Speaking. Um, so what do you, uh, what is the huge intrigue with Katamari? <laughs> it's just, it's just this totally bizarre game that, uh, you know, folks who found it really fell in love with it, including myself. And uh, there's really been nothing like it before or since. It's kind of a unique animal. It's um, you're saying that 
We should play it. It's not a do not game. Oh, it's it's an absolute do game. It's an absolute <laughs> do game. Yeah, because uh, you know you you're you're basically pushing a ball around the world, and you're trying to collect you know objects and debris that stick to it. And the more you debris you roll up, the bigger your ball gets, and you can pick up bigger um, pieces of uh, debris, and eventually you're. Your Katamari is large enough to pick up buildings and people and cars. And, uh, yeah, it's, Car- it gets pretty wild. Cars, planets, universes, yep. even the, even um, the whole of existence into the whole of existence. Mm-hmm. But, uh, reason why I said it's a do and not a do not game is have you ever heard of Donut County. <laughs> I have heard of it. Um, haven't have not played it. Um, it sounds really weird. Sounds Go ahead and tell us about it. Um, Donut County for people who don't know is a game that is kind of the exact opposite of Katabari, where. Um, where your main character, I would say, is a raccoon, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you're trying to, like raccoons, they try to... Um, they get in the trash, basically. They get in the trash, basically, yes. Mm-hmm. And so, what these... Um, your main character is trying to... Um, has this contraption that makes these giant holes and the more you um uh bring people a bring items into the hole the bigger the hole gets right so as most holes yeah it's like um it's like the more you play it the more one punch man um makes a bigger big hole but yeah the um the ending is um Makes a whole lot of sense, but for the first, I see I what you did say, there. Hmm? I see what you did there. Makes a whole lot of sense. Yes, yes. <laughs> I need some Swiss cheese, thank you. <laughs> but no, uh, my um, yeah, my joke is full of holes. Um, I'm not happy, <laughs> but um, but like the first half an hour that you play it, you're like. What's happening <laughs> besides putting um now um, it's the same way I felt in my first half hour of Katamari Damasi. <laughs> <laughs> but after it's after it clicked, it was like, oh yes. <laughs> yes. It's like um I see this clip from a movie and this girl screaming, What's happening? <laughs> but no, it's it's a very charming game, and everyone in play um, can be um, um, very likable. Even mm-hmm. the protagonist, who's kind of um, causing a whole lot of trouble, but <laughs> I keep saying that joke, and I don't mean it. <laughs> I think you do, and I think you should lean into it. <laughs> um, yes. I should lean into it and fall right in, right? There you <laughs> <Yes>. go. <laughs> now Thanks. you're getting it. Uh, and uh, what? What did you play that on your PC or? 
No, I watched that on YouTube. Oh, you've watched it on YouTube. Okay. I've watched it on YouTube and saw... That is the type of game that I may play when I have some time, but... Whatever yeah. that is. I want to blame... Um, I want to say the creators of um, Dead Cells were in the creation of this game because that's how the holes got bigger, but that's just a theory. <laughs> but it, Is it a game theory? It's... A game theory, yes. <laughs> Let's see. Um, but do we want to talk a little bit more about the disturbing? The <laughs> the or, disturbing. Is anything particular disturbing you today? Um, um, a little bit more than usual. But <laughs> <laughs> um, um, something that I had been watching that that got me kind of hooked to um youtube was a channel called don't hug me i'm scared uh-huh. and they would do these um they would do these six to ten minute videos that um um were kind of a bit frightening um like it showed from my perspective it showed how advertising can ruin a message uh-huh. in a sense and in the first episode like they um they um most of their episodes were uh much to the style of sesame street well i would say maybe like the fifth episode was a lot like um um uh i think like cooking the snoop dog a little bit but <laughs> mm. I, for, I like cooking with martha stewart like right. that that type of stuff how and <laughs> they just announced this week that they um don't hug me i'm scared is now doing like a season 2 and that Instead of having it be like in a set room, they're making it into a uh, they're making it into a city. So I can't wait to see like places like um, I I want to see them cross over with like Animal Crossing or something like that because that's um, that's what this new series looks. like. A mm-hmm. lot like, but, but yeah, um, no, so you've never heard of this series before, have no, you? No, no, I haven't. No, it's, um, um, one of the biggest, um, quotes, even from the, um, from the first episode was green is not a creative color. And if you're watching me now, I'm wearing the, uh, pac-man outfit and uh a green polo so yes green is a creative color (laughs) but um (laughs) but no they i would say it's one of one of my favorites it's kind of a um on youtube a cold Mm -hmm. classic right um 
And so you're trying to get me to join the cult then? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, okay. of just, course. Just as long as we're clear on that. Um, it's nothing like, um, should I say, a Gretzko. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing like that, but at the same time, there, it's, um, it's not like a Gretzko because... Um, you have the main character raging to mm-hmm. no end, but it is like a Gretzko because there is a much deeper plot to it that uh, uh-huh. uh, that some people just hey, that you'll want to uncover and <laughs> like kind of one of my I like to say kind of one of my favorite. Uh, series to watch on youtube but well i've i've found it so i'll I'll check a few episodes out when i have a chance awesome no um let's see um so there's we talked about the join button which we don't have at podcast detroit no nope. am i right with that okay um I think that's pretty much it. Um, um, do you have anything else, Phil? No, I don't think I do. No. I think I'm ready to call it a wrap. You're ready to call it a wrap? Mm-hmm. I'm not like um, Admiral Atbar, right? No, it's a wrap, not a trap. It's not a, it's a, it's a wrap. All right. Good. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, Phil, where um, can we find you? Occasionally, you can find me on our Twitter account, RD Nerdfighters. Yeah. Um, and other than that, if you don't find me there, you might find me uh, swinging from the webs of Spider Man. Winging from trying the webs. To hunt, trying to hunt down this uh, failed marriage proposal so I can see it for myself. <laughs> um. I will be somewhat on RD Nerdfighters as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and also at the hashtag informed, informed with an A. Uh huh. So, oh, um, so I should do the outro, shouldn't I? Right? <laughs> uh, don't forget to be awesome. Don't forget to be awesome. And, um, DFTBA. Fuzzy Pickles. Fuzzy Pickles.